Get- News to us, we're live here on Adobe Radio. Uh, why you guys knew we were about to go on the air, and you guys are talking? I didn't say anything. Sorry, my bad. What is going on? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's all good. You were such a control freak. <laughs> I mean, I said we're about to go on, and then conversations are starting. But, but, I know Rome started being really cute. We can't hear anything, so we don't know what's happening. You you heard me. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. <laughs> it is uh, September, the week of September, the week of the week of September 7th, 2020 is what I'm trying to say. That's a hard date, September 7th. September 7th? Really? That's, that's a, that's a, that's a tough one. They should get huh. rid of that one. I don't like it. Very tricky. Um, yes. We're going to talk to Texas State Representative Gene Wu. He's a delegate for Joe Biden. He's an attorney. And he is passionate about voting. And guess what? There's a little election or something happening here in just a couple months. We're like, what? It's 60 days out? It's like 56 days, I think. Oh, my God. Start yeah. the countdown. Um, yeah, so he's going to come on and talk to us. It, it is Labor Day. We're, we're actually still doing the show live on Labor Day. So hopefully he isn't like, uh, I don't know, face down. On a pile of hot dogs, forgetting <laughs> that he was supposed to come on the show. Uh, he strikes me as someone who wouldn't do that. You think so? Yeah. Why? Why do you say that? Uh, he's a, a Biden. He's a Democratic delegate, an attorney. He sounds. He sounds very uh, responsible. Is all I'm getting at. He doesn't seem like the type to eat hot dogs. Huh. <laughs> Well, well, is that what you were doing, Eddie? Is that what you were doing earlier? I did. Yeah, I did have a hot dog earlier. Yeah. Face down in the This is State Representative I represent one of the largest immigrant communities in the entire United States. There's Gene Wu. There's Gene Wu. Uh, what were you saying? I'm still not used okay. to this whole remote, doing the show remote. It's weird. I feel a little off sometimes. You don't get those visual cues. I, think, I believe you were saying something. Yeah, you were face down in a plate of hot dogs earlier. That wasn't worth it. I regret asking you. (laughs) Wait, the hot dogs weren't worth it? Or this conversation wasn't worth it? His his joke wasn't worth it. His joke is just regurgitating what I already said. That was not a joke. I was saying that there was what you said, there was a truth, and that's what you were doing. And you didn't deny it. (laughs) Plate of hot dogs. Bun or no bun? What's your definition of bun? A piece of bread that surrounds the hot dog. (laughs) Is the the hot dog a sandwich? A hot dog, a a piece of bread that cradles the hot dog in its crevice. But but is it a sandwich? That's a big debate. Is a hot dog a sandwich or not? What else would it be? A hot dog. It's a sandwich. I feel like it's it's in its own class. No, there's no class. So you're saying anything between two pieces of bread is a sandwich? By definition, yes. Peanut butter is not a sandwich. Peanut butter is peanut butter. And two pieces of bread? It makes a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> the, sa- the bread is what makes it the sandwich. <laughs> oh. But if you have just a hot dog, it's not a sandwich. Why the hell is it called a sandwich? I don't know. Let's do it. Ex- getting too deep. Let's do a dirty deets on why is it called a sandwich? Like, really? There's no sand. There's That's no witch. interesting to figure what the hell? out. 
If you think what, what name is this? If you think what we're talking about is weird and off the wall, uh, Donald Trump is encouraging people to vote twice. Send it in and then go and vote. Yeah, but send in your mail in of ballot and then go and vote. Why not do it twice? Yeah, yeah. He's saying that's that's gonna be part of our news roundup as well. We better start the show. We're out of time. It's news to us with Eddie, Jason, and Katie. We should do an entire show sometime where uh, we our little intro part goes on for like 45 minutes, and then we play the actual intro to the show. <laughs> and we're like, oh, we don't have time for anything now, I guess. Show we, over. We, our dirty deets, we can't get to it. Can't get to anything. Squeezing a Karen of the week. Maybe. We don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> um, on social media, Katie continues to kill it on socials. Anything notable happened besides the uh, the question here? I don't remember if I posted this or you, but no, I think I posted this one. But anything, anything uh, notable happened on social media before I get to this question of the week that we posed on social media? <laughs> um, not that I can recall. Nothing, nothing too big this week. Well, you've done besides a lot. The usual news, of course. But yeah, you've been you've been killing it uh, with with all that. Um, retweeting yeah. a lot of good stuff and commenting on things and posting some good articles. Follow its news to us throughout the week. I did put up this question that <laughs> I, I didn't really know where this would go. I thought it might make some people mad, and it did. Uh, I said, how do you feel about the below statement? Not all Republicans are racist, but all racists are Republicans. Have you guys heard that before? Yes. Yes. People didn't like this. Uh, somebody said, way too generalized. Quote, most racists are far-right-leaning Republicans, is true in America, but the modern Republican Party is such in name alone and does not represent traditional Republican values. And then this guy added a couple people and said that they are great Republicans and amazing people. I mean, but like, but, what's he talking about? He, but he didn't even answer the question. Exactly. So, so basically he said yes to, to what I said, right? Yeah. yeah, far right Republicans. <laughs> yeah, he like enforced your statement. Yeah, but he disagreed and then reinforced it. Yeah. People on the internet, I tell you. Mm. And this other person so uh got a little angry and said uh here's a way to isolate people further and definitely well in and now there's a grammar error here, excuse me. I'm going to read it as it's written. Here's a way to isolate people further and definitely well-earned, unlike unfollow from me. Trash and rubbish. Ooh. Sad day. Fire. <laughs> Yardley Chrissy Fire. Ainsworth said that. And Yardley, all right, we will miss you. Not really. I don't care. <laughs> Yardley. Doodle. What the hell kind of a name is Yardley? Well, let's not get into personal attacks. Why don't we digest what the, that person said? It was nothing. Uh, there was nothing there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Oh, they went on. Oh. Do you want to hear more? We get called goat fuckers again. <laughs> yeah, you guys are goat fuckers. <laughs> Period. No, they said, uh, that's what somebody Someone said last goat fuckers? Yeah, yeah, last week somebody did. And our, wow. Yardley says, I feel as though it's entirely untrue. I know racists that are Democrats. The Democratic Party was a racist one up I until the, <laughs> the Democratic Party was a racist one up until 2000. I was a Democrat until 2016 and would never be a Republican. Now I'm a re registered libertarian. 
So, so this I person was. I have never was, met a racist Democrat. So this libertarian just yeah. like a gape of saying you're Republican. Yes. It's like no, you're you're socially liberal, but fiscally you know, conservative. Everything else is is uh, uh, conservative. They're not even socially liberal. No, I'm let's, you know, we should get. A, let's do something where we uh, get a liberal, or not, a libertarian. I mean, on the show, because there's a lot I don't understand about it. To be honest. Yeah, me neither. I do. I feel like it's a scapegoat for Republican. We could do ask a libertarian, or something. <laughs> I don't even know any. Or we could just get a lesbian instead. That'd be more fun. <laughs> but it's not the 1990s, and we aren't shock jocks, so that won't work out. Yeah. Uh, um, news roundup. Let's see what's happening. There's just a there's a few things to get to here as quickly as we can before we bring on our guest Gene Wu. Um, where's the fucking news roundup? There it is. It's there. news to us. News roundup. Yeah. There we go. Now I can find it. I, I usually can't find the news roundup thing because it's a different color on my soundboard. A little Are behind you the scenes. Uh, Maybe anyway. you should label it. Huh? My colorblind, are you? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong if you're colorblind. What's happening? <laughs> are we like off our game because it's a holiday? I yes, it's like a holiday everybody. version of the show. So everybody no, give us some, cut us some <laughs> goddamn slack. Squirrel! Squirrel. <laughs> Rome just got up all excited like, what? Uh, so well in North Carolina DJT he made the comment in a briefing with reporters is one of these things where he's standing next to a loud uh, airplane or helicopter the chopper talk was that what it was or he's by an airplane by Air Force One no I think he was at a rally in North Carolina that was set out at the tarmac outside Air Force One because he loves to be by loud machinery and yelling for some reason. And when that was happening, he made this really weird comment about how people should be uh, should vote twice during this election. Here he is. For, uh, ballots, if you get the unsolicited ballots, send it in and then go make sure it counted. And if it doesn't tabulate, you vote. So uh, I could there's like this goes on for a minute and a half, but he's basically going on this tirade about you get your mail in ballot, you fill it out, you send it in. And then guess what? Go show up in person too and vote for him again. Vote for him twice. That's what he's yeah, saying. Because, yeah, if, if mail-in voting isn't fraudulent, he says, then you're uh, you wouldn't be able to vote in person. You'll be turned away. You'll be turned away. No harm, no foul. But the problem is, is if you mail it and he's kneecapped the postal service so that your ballot isn't getting returned on time, then you very well could vote in person before your ballot makes it through. Right, and then the, then the ballot would be counted as soon as they get their shit together at the USPS. It's probably going to be like mid-December, we find out what the results of the election are. Yeah, well, the ballot, <laughs> they wouldn't actually count the ballot. It would get rejected, but you'd probably get in really big trouble. Well, he's encouraging his supporters to vote twice. He's yeah. encouraging them to break the law. I mean, it would basically just cause a lot of people to get in big trouble and them to be able to call voter fraud immediately following the election is it a felony to vote twice it is a felony in most states and isn't it also a felony to encourage other people to commit a felony it is a 
felony to encourage other people would to you say a that felony. that's an accessory to committing a felony yes i think it is accessory hmm. to committing a felony hmm interesting it Weird. is interesting that he brought it up at a rally in north carolina uh we should know that north carolina received their mail-in ballots uh, already half week so it is starting to go Ooh, games begin so, so uh william barr the attorney general was asked about north carolina and also mail-in voting and specifically about uh djt's comments about voting twice he appeared on beard boys show wolf blitzer sorry wolf <laughs> beard boy i know that we usually like to get taco bell together but uh we've got to call you we got to give you a stupid nickname that's what people do that's how you uh, get attention. Well, I think that's what Trump does, and now you're doing it. <laughs> Beard Boy Blitzer. Oh, my God. Uh, EJT's going to steal this from you. Here's William Barr. Go vote. And well, if, first, it's Wolf Blitzer. Beard Boy's talking first. And then let them go vote. And if the system is as good as they say it is, then obviously they won't be able to vote. Uh, it sounds like he's cur- encouraging people to break the law and try to vote twice. Well, I don't know exactly. And this is William Barr. This guy is just a piece of shit. What he was saying, but it seems to me what he's saying is he's trying to make the point that uh, the ability to monitor this system is, is not good. And, and if it was so good, if you tried to vote a second time, you would be caught. It- Wait, okay, let's break it down. Here's a lot of bullshit here. So William Barr is saying that DJT is saying that the system isn't that great, so you might as well vote twice. To test the system. Just to test the system. Yeah. So it's just a big experiment. That's all he's trying to say. I mean, you know, it's not a big (laughs) deal, you know, elections, and we're just going to test it with all of you. Makes me wonder who's in charge of North Carolina's elections. Mm-hmm. If you voted in person, that would be illegal if they did that. If somebody mailed in a ballot. Thank you, beard boy. And then actually showed up uh, to vote in person. uh, That would be illegal. I don't know what the law in the particular state says. You can't vote twice. Well, I don't know what the law in the particular state (laughs) says. Our attorney general doesn't know that you can't vote twice. Well, he's claiming. What does that mean? He's claiming. I don't know the law. He's claiming that he doesn't know. But he knows. Any shitty with a brain knows, half a brain knows you can't vote twice. Well, but it's against know. the law to vote twice. I don't know what the law is. I don't know. I don't know. That's just another way of saying, just... I don't know how to spin this right now. I'll need to go back to my my team to learn how to spin <laughs> yeah, this. Let me go ask Trump how I'm supposed to lie about mm. this one. It's not DJT. It's... it's his, you know, the White House, how they always have to spin what he says. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's just his lawyer speak too for finding he he spoke in a way where he can tunnel his way out of it later if he's called upon it. Yeah, exactly. And the the White House the team did come they spun it where they 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 said what DJT meant was that people can go and track <laughs> their vote. It's so annoying. So he says something clear as day, and then the the White House has to come out and say actually he meant something else. Like, no, he didn't mean something else. He literally said these words, vote twice. Either either he's stupid and doesn't know what he's saying, or he's he knows what he's saying and it's illegal. Well, Which one here's is what it? he's trying is to he do. Is he stupid or is he doing something illegal? He's trying to get everybody just uh, kind of bent out of shape and, and worried about the election in general. And maybe some people will vote twice, and if that does happen, then he's going to say that the whole election was fraudulent even if it were his people 
Well, they won't get away with it because as soon as their mail-in ballot gets processed, then they will get caught. But if it takes forever for the mail-in ballots to get processed, it'll take forever for them to get caught. So you can see... And they're not going to enforce it. ...where these people are going to be out there screaming election fraud, getting the country up in a tizzy when... There is no election fraud. They just haven't been caught yet. Yeah. It's just like the, <clears throat> him canceling payroll taxes till the end of the year. Like people are still going to have to pay those next year. And he's well, let's not get off topic on the road. But yeah, but here, now, now DJT is saying this though about uh, the voting twice. He's saying that no Republican would ever vote twice. So this is a spin on it now. No Republican <laughs> would vote twice. The level of dishonesty with Democrat voting is unbelievable. If you told a Republican to vote twice, they'd get sick at even the thought of it. Yeah. And you have people that vote numerous times. What's happening is crazy. So now they want to send out vote by mail. Who's going to who knows who's signing this stuff? Okay. So, yeah. So he's just setting it up. To get people to vote twice, and then he's going to blame Antifa or something. No, he's not <laughs> setting it up for people to vote twice. What he's setting it up is after the uh, election, if he ends up losing, he's going to claim that people voted twice, and his his supporters are going to believe him because they're going to look back to this and be like, "Oh, look, people did it because he said they would." Like he's just setting it up, yeah, for down the road. Yep. Yep, it basic yeah, between this and the United States Postal Service being kneecapped, we're we're looking at a contested election and they're setting it up to be contested. It's like they they're getting ahead of it. Yeah. They're putting as much bullshit in front of the election as possible that way the election night we're not going to ha- know who the president is. So it's it's going to drag on for a long time. I'm prepared for that. Are you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I mean, they're building every narrative possible right now to contest every single state possible. They have lawsuits going in so many states already. It's about, like a record number this year. Yeah, lawsuits about either installing drop boxes or whether people who weren't, uh, you know, eligible for absentee ballots prior to COVID can be eligible for absentee ballots now whether states can mail ballots out to all eligible voters. I mean, they have lawsuits going in so many different states already. It's going to just be one state after another, after the election. The News Roundup continues. Here we go. It's news to us. News Roundup. Well, Donald Trump uh, reportedly, there's this article in The Atlantic, which Donald Trump is calling a uh, a left-wing just propaganda machine or something. He's saying that, uh, yeah, anyways, it's not. They're respected journalists over there at The Atlantic, some of the best in the country. But uh, they put out this piece saying that uh, they had some some people come forward, some very credible sources come forward, And these sources say that they heard Donald Trump making disparaging remarks about members of the U.S. military who had been captured or killed, uh, calling them losers and suckers while flying over an American cemetery in France in 2018. He called dead soldiers to their graves, losers and suckers. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and if you think there's no way that the guy would ever do this, uh, remember what he said about John McCain, who is a war hero captured Vietnam? This is what he said about John McCain. If you don't remember this, uh, or maybe you've never heard it, here's DJT. Insulted everybody in that room. And I said, somebody should run against John McCain, who has been, you know, in my opinion, not so hot. And I supported him. I supported him for president. I raised a million dollars for him. It's a lot of money. I supported him. He lost. He let us down. But, you know, he lost. So I never liked him as much after that, because I don't like losers. But, but Frank, Frank, let me get hero. to it. He's he hit me. Hero. He's not a, a war hero. He's a war hero. He's a war Five hero. And a half years He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured, okay? I hate to tell you. you... Yeah. You know what I found most disgusting about those clips? What? Is the laughter in the crowd. I know. I mean, after he made those statements, it's disgusting. If we put that into context, that was during the 2016 election. I don't even know if Trump had the nomination yet. I can't remember, but. No, I think it was uh, before that. I think he was, you know, just a candidate. People thought that, you know, there's no way Trump would even get the nomination. Remember, like, there's no way he's going to get the nomination. This guy's just a joke. But it is disgusting that they were laughing at him. But at the same time, it's like, oh, this guy's a fucking loser. He's not going to go anywhere with this. (laughs) What a crazy dude. I can't believe he's saying this. But you're right. It's gross to laugh at it. Yeah. Was that laughter Um, or was it like gasping? It was laughter. There's full on laughter. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, he, um, uh, speaking of John McCain, according to the same Atlantic piece, uh, they, they say that Trump was angered the day after John McCain died because flags were at half staff. And Trump reportedly said, what the fuck are we doing that for? Guy was a fucking loser. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and he also, this, these same sources say that DJT referred to former President George H.W. Bush as a loser because he was shot down by the Japanese as a Navy pilot in World War II. Why don't we hear from a World War II veteran right now? This was a video that was actually put out by uh, Vote Vets. Vote Vets, if you want to follow them on Twitter. My name is Harvey Hafter. I served World War II in PT Boat Squadron 33 in the Pacific. During my time in the Pacific, my squadron commander was awarded the Congressional Medal of Honor. The commander of PT Boat 489 received the Navy Cross and the rest of the crew received the Silver Star. That's the losers and that's the the crud our president is talking about. Well, there you go. If you're in the military and you're voting for this guy, tell us why. Tweet us. It's news to us. It's news to us. News Roundup. Just a couple minutes here. One more quick item to get to on the News Roundup. What's going on with Postmaster DeJoy, the guy who is dismantling the USPS, recently appointed just before the election to slow down mail delivery? Now what is going on with this dude? Well, uh, the Washington Post reported this weekend that five people who worked for New Breed Logistics, which was where DeJoy was the chairman and CEO, 
for 31 years prior to moving to the U.S. What a creepy country or company name, New Breed Logistics. It sounds right? like they they have vats of cryogenically frozen like fetuses <laughs> that they ship. Yeah, and then they try to like crossbreed them with wolves. <laughs> it's like Jurassic Park. <laughs> That's what I picture New Breed Logistics does. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. They said they were urged by DeJoy's aides or by the chief executive himself to write checks and attend fundraisers at DeJoy's Greensboro mansion, um, basically for Republican candidates. And when they were at these fundraisers, they would basically write the checks for the candidate and then DeJoy would have them reimbursed at work through bonuses. Oh, you can't do that. Yeah. yeah that, that's highly illegal. You know, I had no idea that you could do that. And I actually suggested that to the CEO of Adobe. Uh, and he, Tom uh, wisely said that that's illegal. I had no idea, but that is very illegal. I was like, well, what if I were to do that? Like, no, you can't do that. Uh, but what did I, I don't know. So these employees though, they gave the same amount on the exact same day to the same candidates. Yeah, and then they were all bonused the same amounts at the same time. And because that so, hides the where the contribution is coming from. Cuz yeah. you can only con- contribute uh, so much. Yeah, you're as yeah. an individual. Right. You're limited to It's like a felony. $600 a potential or potential yeah, potential felony. Yeah. So And by the way, uh, oh, sorry. Just real quick, I just wanted to say it's a state crime too, so you can't be pardoned for it. Yeah, and the it, that also has like implications with the statute of limitations running out too. Uh, federally, it has, but at a state level, it hasn't. So he can still be charged at a state level. Um, but in August, and when he was in his uh, hearing with the House Oversight Committee. Um, Congressman Jim Cooper actually asked him specifically if he had ever reimbursed employees for donating to, well, he asked him if he had ever reimbursed employees for donating to Donald Trump's presidential campaign. And he said that, that DeJoy replied that that was an outrageous claim and he resented it. So I'm interested to see where this, uh, goes. It sounds like DeJoy might've lied to Congress. And we see that people are definitely punished for that. <laughs> yeah, not lately, but I mean, I feel like someday it could happen. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. So uh, this the Joy guy just seems like a shady character even more. So and so we can't trust him. Well, not that we did, but we all knew that he's a piece of shit. Go go listen to like our show before this. Or I think it was the episode before this. Or we talked about the United States Postal Service. We did a show. It's been a couple shows. Just scroll yeah. through. Ask, subscribe on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you're listening live on Adobe, we appreciate you. But uh, you can also go back and get our archive there. We have to get Gene Wu on the line. Texas State Representative Gene Wu is the delegate for Joe Biden, and he's an attorney. And he is going to talk to us about voting. If he's not, uh, you know, enjoying his Labor Day as he probably should be, I hope we can get him on the line. We'll be right back. It's news to us. We're back here live on Adobe Radio, and when you do a live show, sometimes it doesn't go as planned. We did uh, start the show saying that Gene Wu, our guest, might be uh, enjoying his hot dogs too much on Labor Day when we're doing the show live, and he might not 
be able to join us because he might forget. And it turns out he did. So we kind of like dug our own grave. I think you, you set us up here. I think you... Because I kind of think, think this is your fault, Eddie. I think we've been doing this long enough to where I can kind of tell when things won't work, you know? Because it's a holiday, and I emailed his publicist a couple hours before, and I said, hey, just wanted to make sure we're still on. Didn't get a reply. Usually I do. I was like, okay, oh. we might we might be in for something here, but we haven't had a guest flake out on us in the history of this show, but in the other show we did all the time. So I was like, I, I don't know. But Gene Wu, it's not that he flaked out. It's a holiday, and he might still call in. So we thought we'd do like a little, we continue the news roundup uh, with some lighter stories or whatever, the, maybe some not lighter stories, whatever we want to talk about, just a mixed bag of stuff. And Gene Wu might still call in. He might still pop in at some point. Mm-hmm. So happened. news roundup continues, and maybe a Gene Wu. We don't know. Gene Wu, where are you? Come on, Gene. He's going to like pop in when we're talking about something really inappropriate, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> it's news to us. News Roundup. Carol Baskin. Car- bitch. <laughs> hey, all you cool cats and kittens. I hate that. I really, that's just like, it makes me like, ugh. It's grating to me. Hey, all of you cool cats and kittens. Can't stand that. Are you a cat or a kitten? And she says at the He's beginning of every... Kitten. Kitten. He's a little kitten. Why are you either a cat or a kitten? I don't get it. So it's like saying, hi, adults and babies. <laughs> Who says that? Well... Uh, Goddamn Carol Baskin! <laughs> but she's going to be on Dancing with the Stars, apparently. She's going to be a... Um, Dancing, she's gonna. Tom Pergeron is going to be eyeing that one. Do you think she'll dress up and as like a lion? Uh, what I was uh, hoping is that she might cool. dance as a with a tiger. I, I wanted her, to, yeah, I wanted her to dance with a live tiger. Actually, I mean, do you remember what her house freaking looked like? Everything was like cat print. It was man, crazy. she really like. If you look back, like if you watch the show. Joe Exotic is in prison. He caught the COVID. And Carol fucking Baskin's on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, Who would have thought that was coming? I don't know. But if you if you go back, well, not if you, if you go back, I mean, whose side were you guys on? I know Tiger King is kind of old news right now, but Carol Baskin or the Tiger King? Because I thought the Tiger King guy was a maniac. I was more on Carol Baskin's side. I was not on any side. Um, I think they're both fucked. If I had to choose one, I would have chosen the Tiger King, but they were both out of their mind. I mean, all Carol Baskin did is kill a man. And <laughs> What did Joe Exotic do? He paid someone to kill her, but the guy didn't do it. She's still alive. See, I, yeah, this is why I'm more on her side, because she's better at killing people. Oh, there's actually a special on about her murdering her husband. It looks like here. This on is alleged. Alleged. This is why DJT is our president. It's all yeah. alleged. Carol yeah. fucking Baskin. This is why he's the president. It's her cause... fault. Yeah. Ugh. News roundup continues. What else? It's news to us. News roundup. Yeehaw! So college. Uh, college was. Uh, back in session uh, a few weeks ago, 
And now we're seeing cases rise across the country on campuses. 50, 60,000 cases in the last couple of weeks. Of what? And herpes? College communities of COVID. <laughs> oh, you're talking about COVID. Herpes? Chlamydia? Yeah, I wasn't COVID. sure. COVID, oh, okay. For a second, I was going to say it's not a big deal. You just, uh, well, I don't know. No, it's a huge deal. This is yeah. going to be the next outbreak. So, well, well I thought you were talking about. I'm curious about yes. is, what do they do with all these kids? Do they send them back to where they came from for their spreading the COVID? Well, or? they certainly are right now because it's Labor Day weekend, like, and all these shit. kids are going back home to see all their families, and all the families are going to get it, and we're it's going another surge. I mean, this is why they're and saying that in Labor yeah. Day weekend. Adding exactly. Labor Day weekend onto that, and then if you if you think like that's not enough, well then you have like the kids going back to school regularly, and then Halloween people are going to be like, "Fuck it, I don't care. I'm tired of being inside. I want to go to a party, I dress up." And then um, they're saying that hey, at the least fall, everybody will be wearing masks. A lot of people are going to die this fall thanks to all this. So <sighs> stay stay inside. Fall is going to be worse than right now with infection rates. Oh, hey, oh I, just, in the flu. I just missed a call. How did I miss that? I think Gene Wu was trying to call us, guys. You know what's crazy <laughs> is that, like, I feel like we're doing our part, and it's so annoying that people continue to, you know, not listen to public health officials. They keep going out, and when you have other countries in the world that did listen to public health officials, they stayed home, they wear masks, they have minimal cases now. They're returning to normal. Yet we're fucking still going through the same shit or worse than we were before Memorial Day weekend. Thank you. And it's like what? Well, it's that's so. I'm gonna hit a annoying break. to me. I'm, I'm gonna hit a, It's me too. But I'm gonna hit a break. We're gonna get Gene Wu on the line. I think he's trying to call us right now. I just got a. Uh, we just got a call from him. Okay. So hang on. We'll be right back with Gene Wu, our guest. It's news to us. Vote or die. It's news to us. Election 2020 coverage continues. It's Adobe Radio. It's news to us. We're back here with our guest. Gene Wu is joining us. He's a Texas state representative and also a delegate for Joe Biden, an attorney. And uh, by the way, he's serving his fourth term in office, too. And he's joining us on the phone. Hi, Gene. How are you? Good. How are you? Very good. Thank you for joining us. Uh, my name is Eddie Katie and Jason are here as well. Hi. Thanks for joining us on this holiday. Absolutely. Yeah, happy... Uh, happy Labor Day, everybody. Is that what you say? Happy Labor Day? Happy Labor Day. <laughs> happy Labor Day. So, sorry you guys are are still laboring. <laughs> well, it's okay. Thank you. you are too now. We we made you... I'm sure you're probably enjoying the day today, and we like tore you from your family. I'm sure you're probably doing something a lot more fun than, uh, than being on a radio interview. Yeah, no worries. I was uh, I was uh, middle, uh, was in garden, gardening mode. You were gar- What are you uh, working on in your garden? Uh, we actually just bought a new house, and we're uh, we're planting. We're doing a uh, no grass uh, lawn. We're doing a no lawn lawn. Uh, Zero skip. Cut back on the water usage. Yeah, very. And nice. uh, you know, trying to put in native plants and uh, vegetation that uh, that's friendly to wildlife and uh, insects and everything. That's just way too responsible. <laughs> what is wrong with you? No, that's, well, I mean, that's you know, great. You can't, you can't like talk to talk if you don't walk to walk. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, thank, thank you. you, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean you're you're a Democrat 
uh, you are you are in office as a Democrat, and I mean you have to with global warming the way that it is and how things are shaking up right now. I mean, like uh, that's really cool that you're actually going through your garden and uh, gardening like that. Well, uh, you know, we wanted to get you on the show because you are actually a delegate for Joe Biden. And that whole process is a little bit confusing to a lot of people. And I don't even know exactly how it works. I don't, I don't know if Jason and Katie do They're probably smarter than me on it, but I, it's just a really interesting topic. And and I know that you're passionate about that and voting as well, but how did this whole thing with being a, a delegate for Joe Biden come about? I think the easiest way to understand it uh, for anyone who's not familiar is to think of it the same way you think about the way we elect a president um, that, uh, you know, we don't, we don't do a popular vote. We elect delegates to uh, a constitute um, a, um, uh, a electoral college. And just like a, um, a delegate gets elected to the electoral college, um, you have a delegate that is, um, that you basically earn delegates to go to the convention and the, con- and the delegates vote for who they want to be president. That's basically the, the process. Um, for me, it's a little different for to getting to get uh, to become a delegate. Um, I just asked because I'm an elected official and they reserve X number of spots for elected officials. Do you think that we would be better served if we moved further away from that style of government with delegates? in our electoral college and more towards a popular vote? Yeah, absolutely. Look, in terms of the electoral college, I think absolutely because it it creates a lot of, um, it creates a lot of bias towards smaller states. So, you know, the number of electors you get for uh, electoral college is essentially um, the number of congressional members you have and plus the number of senators you have. And if you're a tiny, tiny state, let's say um, North Dakota, um, that is that your state is smaller, your population is smaller than one of our congressional districts, then you're going to have three no matter what. Yeah. Um, you're going to have three votes no matter what. And, you know, um, I, you know, Harris County, where I live, should have three by itself because it, it has like three times the population, but we don't. Um, it's, but, you know, it, it's just one of those things. Um, and, you know, people say like, well, it's balanced now to make sure that, the, the little states don't get their voices don't get squashed and there's there's a lot of history behind it um, but I think to make it more fair I think it should be more based sort of based more off of a, the popular like direct democracy popular vote in terms of the convention uh, the nomination for convention it's I, I could take it or leave it because I mean there's really no um, if you don't have that sort of issue. Um, at least I, not, in my, not in my mind, um, because the, the the parties make their own rules for how voting occurs for the convention, and you can just change those rules, and which we did. Um, there were a lot of complaints about from from the voting camp uh, about how what what went down in 2016, and those those complaints were taken seriously, and major changes were made um, for 2020. And one of those big changes, and, I mean, this wasn't. This wasn't Bernie's complaint, but oh, I mean, it was, uh, you know, the whole thing had to be done virtually, which is really weird. Uh, yeah. So you, you you basically had to get like on a on a Zoom call or however they did it, Skype, I don't know, and probably Zoom yeah. and and do it that way. Do you um, 
How, how are you feeling about no, that? It, it was even it was even more mundane than that. I oh. I sent an email. Oh. I, I do want to talk to you more about Texas, too, by the way, because it's a really interesting state uh, with this upcoming election. And I'm sorry, this uh, interview, we kind of like we started at a weird time for us with interviews. And I know that you're kind of thrown off by because you weren't expecting it. But, you know, when we when we usually start these interviews, we like to kind of get to know people more on a personal level first that we didn't uh, really get to do that with you. So I, I have to ask you, do you floss before or after you brush your teeth? We have to get this question out of the way. It's very important. Uh, I water pick before I brush. Okay. And are your socks currently matching? Uh, uh, as, a, as a lawyer, I would have to say define matching. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, what's, what's the last movie you watched? Anything good? Oh, uh, we watched um, Pets 2 last night with the, with the boys. Pets, Life of Pets 2. 2. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought you meant like Pet Cemetery, too. I was going to say. I don't know. I don't know no, what no. your kids are. Eddie my kids, have my kids. kids are seven or four. That, that's a little. Yeah, that's too much. Are you a fan pets, of four movies? Uh, Life of Pets is already too scary for them. <laughs> oh yeah, it's scary for me too. I don't. I, I the the computer animation freaks me out, man. They're too real. Too real. Is it, are these real actors? I can't tell. Um, what, what's what's your favorite piece to use when playing Monopoly? Uh, I'm not a huge Monopoly player, uh, but Good. I would say. Probably the race car. I'm a, I'm a big car guy. I mean, don't don't just uh, like um, capitalist Republicans play Monopoly. Eddie prefers the thimble. <laughs> I don't know. I saw that they came out with a with a Bob Ross version of Monopoly, and that seems really counterintuitive to me because he's like this hippie guy. <laughs> um, Can you buy happy trees? <laughs> Uh, but anyways, yeah. It's, so anyways, with, with Texas though, uh, you're, you're in one yeah. of these States that I, I know that you are quoted as saying that you think that Texas could turn blue. Uh, do you mean like with this election? Yeah. Yes. And it's not, it's not just me. I, I think you talk to anybody around here who knows what they're talking about. Um, their money is on, um, their money is on this. Um, wow. Yeah, and here's Money. here's some of the, the sort of like the different levels of turning blue, and I think you know people people would be misunderstanding that people think oh the entire state's going to become democratic. It's like no, um, we, our, our first sort of like level of turning blue is that that, that uh, Democrats are going to take the Texas House. Um, that I'm a House member right now, and we're looking to pick up nine seats and take the majority. Uh, I think we'll take the nine seats and then some. Um, Great. You know, uh, Uncle Trump has been a godsend to us in the state because people are just fleeing the Republican Party like never before. And and not only that, but they're driving people to the Democrats. Um, the second level was sort of like, um, you know, do we win? Do we win at uh, statewide seats? Do we uh, does uh, does MJ Hager take out John Cornyn? And I think there's good money on that, that, that she has a really solid chance to do that. And the last level is basically does. Does uh, Texas's 38 um, uh, electoral college delegates, uh, electors, do they go to Joe Biden? And, you know, I, and I, yeah. you know, like two or three years ago, I talked to one of my Republican colleagues about Texas turning blue, and they just like, they literally laughed in my face. And this is still after 2016, where Democrats still, you know, kicked Republicans' ass like, all over the place. And, you know, I think they stopped laughing in 2018 when Beto came within two and a half points. 
and uh, even even with even with Beto, I mean, I have to ask you, as somebody in te- somebody in Texas, with that particular race, do you think that there was yeah. some weird stuff going on with you know, I mean, gerrymandering yeah. and voter suppression? The Republicans have done nothing but gerrymander and do voter suppression for the past like decade, because they understand that that's the only thing keeping them in power. I mean, literally, the demographics of the state is cha- are changing so fast that that is the only thing they have left. And they're not, I mean, you have to remember, like, the Republicans are not stupid. Anyone, you know, says, like, you know, nobody's, nobody's doing voter suppression. Like, if they, if they weren't, if they didn't think that it would work, why would they spend all this time and all this political capital trying to do it? They're not idiots. They're doing this because they know it's effective. And some stuff like voter ID combined with other stuff, I mean, they, there's like there's uh, newspaper articles out there that talk about like they think that that upwards of like uh, four hundred thousand people would have been prevented or or even dissuaded from voting. That's that's not insignificant when you talk about Beto only lost by two hundred fifty thousand votes. That's two and a half percent, right? In the state, I mean, um, voting should be in a state really of thirty plus million people. Voting should be easier than it is. We have the technology. We have the cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To me, uh, we have yeah. all these brilliant minds. We have Apple, we have Facebook, we have Twitter, we yeah. have these brilliant companies that know how to supposedly yeah. protect our data. I know there are breaches from time to time, but how yeah. come I, how come I well, can't log into I my Facebook page and vote? One of you, I would bet every single one of you use online banking. Exactly, and we're fine right. with that. And and people go on uh, yeah. that that website where you can cheat on your spouse, whatever the hell that is. And they, they feel confident on there. And then why can't I log into Facebook and vote, though? Like, it should be that easy. Yeah, and that's the, that has been the exact argument. I mean, let's not even go as far as voting. Let's just say online registration. Uh, we've had a bill to do online uh, electronic voter registration for, for, for eight terms now. Um, no, not eight terms, eight years, um, four terms. And every single time, that bill, even when it's being carried by a Republican, does not ever see the light of day. And because the Republicans think that if it's easier to register, then more Democrats will register and they will most they will have a harder chance of winning. And so, then, if you're that's in why. Texas, I mean, how, do you, how do you register to if vote? If you want then? the answer, the easy answer to the easy answer to all your questions is the answer is politics. I'm just wondering if you're if you're a resident in Texas, you you're telling us that you cannot go on a website and register to vote. You have to do it by paper. Yes. Oh my God, that's that's just not acceptable. I um, mean, and we're, not we're in Colorado, that, in a very voter-friendly awesome. state. <laughs> I, I couldn't understand. I couldn't hear, understand what you're saying. Oh, she was just saying that here in Colorado, it's a different story. We're in a very voter-friendly mm-hmm. state. Uh, continue your thought, though. Go ahead. Yes. What studies have shown basically is that actually their their fears are uh, are unfounded because the states that generally uh, adopt electronic registration. The same number of Democrats and the same number of Republicans at, are added to the voter rolls. Um, most of the times, what people just use it for is just a convenience for when they move and they can just re-register online without having to send in a paper ballot. Um, we just moved houses, uh, and literally, we're going to have to go to the voter register, uh, go to the tax assessor's office, and re-register. And 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 it is it is 2020, and it is frankly ridiculous. Um, but again. There are states that have same-day registration. There are states that have online registration. There are states that, um, you know, you can vote the same day you register. 
and there's not a problem. Texas has a 30-day waiting period. A 30-day waiting period. Why? Wow. Well, it no wonder why. Exists because it's remained bl- it's it, remained red well, for a reason. You have a 30-day waiting period because because um, you have the state, the big state, and you need a postal service to carry a card all the way to to Austin. But we haven't had that issue for probably like five decades. So why do we still have it? Because the answer is politics. Because you know, if they the Republicans I, well, think that if it's s- harder to register. When you say the answer is politics, and, I have to say it, let's let's pin, pin the blame where it it really is where we should. It's not politics; it's the GOP wanting to maintain their well, their, yeah. their their grasp that is fleeting. So they are a party that is just freaking out and pulling out every stop that they can to 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 maintain any grasp of power that they can. Yeah, in my opinion, absolutely, and but. On the Democratic side, you have to understand the, the reason I think a lot of Democrats spend so much time working on this stuff is because it, we think that we will help, it'll help us win. You know? Um, well, but, you know, for the reason it works out, the Democrats have always been consistently on the side of more people voting, and because that's, that's, our, that's our electorate. Well, well, yeah. Well, I mean, thank you for talking to us about this. So if, if you're in Texas right now, what would you say? I know that we actually have a lot of people listening in Texas. So what what is your plea to people living in that state that uh, haven't registered to vote? I mean, like, what, what, do, what, do you say to, yeah. what do you say to people in your state? And, you know, um, and if you're, if you're uh, and this is a message to the progressives, to, to, the, to the shy Democrats, to the people who are just sick of the way things are, um, you know, if you're just sick of our government just completely at, at the heels and serving um, the super wealthy and the donor class, um, and you're, you, you want better education, you want better health care, you all, want all these things that you know are possible, you know, you got to do something. You got to get a register and vote. Um, and I'll say this: I know a lot of people feel like none, none of their stuff matters. Their votes don't matter. So why bother? You know, Republicans have controlled the state for like like something going on 20, 20, 30 years. What's the point? The point is, if you look out at what happened in two thousand eighteen, uh, I had a, the district above mine, the district uh, next to mine, um, the incumbent won by forty seven votes. 47 out of like 20,000 votes cast, right? The, the, the district above that, the, the, um, the incumbent was defeated by 150 votes. You know, there's districts around here who literally, um, there's, there's council districts that, city council districts that the, 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 the number of votes, the margin of victory was two votes. You know, America is in the midst of a, Social and political upheaval. This is the time for change. If you want change but don't want to do anything, what's the point? You know, the, the very minimum you should be doing is registering and getting out the vote. And if you can, make sure that your family votes. Make sure your friends vote. I mean, if you can, above that, go donate. Go volunteer for a political campaign. Um, be the change you want to see in the world. If everyone just says, says like, oh, I want to see something different, but they just throw their hands up and, and just go back on, on the couch and playing Xbox, then, then nothing ever changes. And 
a lot of the Republicans, their their policies are are in place to make you think that nothing can ever be done, and make you make you be complacent, make you give up. And this is not the time to give up. This is the time to fight. Thank you. Thank you very much. And as somebody who plays Xbox, I want to be able to play Xbox without freaking out in the back of my mind that we're about to have a fascist dictator. Because I really, <laughs> yeah. it ruins it ruins my, my KDR on Call of Duty. <laughs> so, uh, Representative Gene Wu, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, thank um, you. I know that you'll be watching closely on election night, but I feel like election night is probably going to turn into election right. two, two months, probably. Uh, we'd love to have you back on the air when we're live covering the election. If uh, that'd be great to have you drop in if you're available, we'll work it out with your people. Whatever, sure, anytime. Just, look, just uh, work it out with my staff and uh, let me know. Okay. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And again, thank you for taking th- uh, this time and being generous on your day off. And uh, enjoy the rest of your Labor Day. No and keep up the right, hard work. We appreciate it. Yes, yeah, we appreciate you. you. Thank you very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Bye bye. There he is, Representative Gene. Woo. Okay, I guess that's it. So I guess we just wrap up the show right here. We had a kind of a uh, different format tonight, but uh, whatever. That's how it works sometimes. Any final words from you guys, Jason and Katie, before we uh, wrap up the show? It is going to be interesting to see what happens in Texas this year, if it does go blue or not. I've heard a lot of Texas is going blue. And, and, it, yeah, that's and, why, and it's amazing yeah. how hard they make it for people to vote. Oh, that I know what he's just, just saying. My God. So, so many states. We should get Gene on on election night when we're, we're going to be live here in Adobe Radio doing the uh, election coverage. And I expect that to just not go great. Um, it's just going to be ups- it's going to be an upsetting you night. To, you have to register <laughs> 30 days prior to the election. You can't do it online. You have to mail in your application. I like that's just stupid. Stupid! It's and then you twenty twenty. You compound that on top of what's happening with the USPS. It's going to take forever to, to get people to register to vote, get their ballots, get it back. They're not like, what is this a third world fucking country? What the fuck? Why are we making it so hard for folks to register and to do their duty and vote? Ugh! It's just frustrating. Well, Gene Wu just let us know why. That's why, because mm. there's a party in power that is trying to keep it that way. And they are they're a minority. Res- they're, they're, they're resorting to, to fascist power. tactics that really are un-American and can't hold up. I hope. Uh, but vote. Adobe.com slash vote. Register to vote if you haven't registered to vote yet. Get your... Uh, it takes two minutes, like literally online if you can do it there. Register to vote. Uh, apparently, that doesn't work in Texas. I didn't know. Wow. <laughs> That's fucked up. But uh, Adobe.com slash vote. Register to vote. Anything else, Katie? Get your ap- get your applications in now. Get your vote. applications in now. Vote. Okay, we'll see you next time. Appreciate it very much, Tim Apple.